Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. Are you talking? Who are you talking? Nice haircut. Walter White. I didn't get a haircut. You didn't? No. No, no. It's huh. it, by the way. Well, speaking of that, <laughs> welcome to Pastors Live. It's Monday, and apparently we need more coffee. But we've got we got Pastor Shane, we got Pastor Dave, uh, we've got Gary Austin, the voice of the Valley. Hey, I'm Ty. We got Ty. kind of the original four. Uh, Simeon's here. He's going to say hello. That's nice to have him here always. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head are here in the studio as well with Little Spud. Uh, but the other guy is uh, not here today. He's uh, taking care of some family things. Uh, but we have the other other guy who happened to crawl through the door this morning. And so, last minute. Uh, at last minute. So we've got uh, Dino's here today. I was not wide uh, awake. No, you was not. You was not wide awake. Yes. So, uh, but uh, we'll come back to that once we figure out what wide awake today means. Uh, in a moment, but we do have some great readings today. We're in Ephesians 2 uh, with our uh, Truth For You Bible readings that we go through uh, every day uh, as a church and as a community. Uh, Ephesians 2, Proverbs 26, 23, uh, Psalm 89, the first 37 verses, and then, uh, and then of course, we also have 2 Samuel 24 right now. And uh, by the way, if you guys get, enjoying starting to wrap it up, I mean, we're getting to the point where we see the end of the New Testament coming. You know, we're getting into those epistles and, you know, revelations coming. You mean eschatologically or in our Bible reading? Uh, uh, yes, both, I think. Yes, I think. Uh, emphasis on the cat. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and, yeah, emphasis on the cat. And I think what, one, one of the things that would be really good, too, is to, uh, what, what are you doing? Oh, Dean's trying to do videos and pictures over oh, there. And so. There is no way you're getting everybody in that shot, bro. It's just like this is like that was a great oh, thing to try he, and see. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. There's yeah, no cameras so, in here, bro. Yeah, there, no yeah, there's no cameras. So hey, Dave, you know what? Let's talk about something because you used a a, a great word eschatologically. Um, and so did I say that? You did. <laughs> that yes. was my outside voice. That was your outside voice. Are you yes. making up words? Don't so, say the word, bro. <laughs> yeah. So yeah don't say the word. But hey, take us. Let's explain to people I'm, what that means. You know, I think that's kind of important because last day uh, stuff. Last day stuff is a great way to put that. There you go. Uh, yeah. It's the it's, Dave dictionary. Yeah. Nice. What is? It? But it is last day stuff. It's and last I, day I, stuff. And I yeah. think I think look when we look at the world around us. Um, I think it is the last days. I, you know, I've never been more convinced than I am right now. That Jesus is coming. I'm well. Yeah. He's coming soon. Oh I yeah, mean, soon. I, man, in the seventies, I thought for sure he was coming. Like like a lot of us, you know. I remember sitting out on the beach in September of nineteen seventy five, thinking, "Here he comes. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Ah, he's not coming. I'm going to get married." <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. we got married. Okay, he's coming. He's got. Hey, we're going to have kids. Okay, <laughs> right. And yeah. but I, I mean, I thought for sure, man, in the seventies, Jesus is coming. Like now. And of course, now is a relative term when you, you know, 
Talk about when, the eternity of God. Yeah, yeah. speak of the eternity of God. That's now. It's always now. Yeah, for him. Yeah, right. But having said that, I mean, man, I look at the the players. I look at you know we've got King Charles, and you know, God bless the king, but he's he's not going to. He's not going to stand against Russia. Let's just put it that way. So you got Russia. Putin recently went to Iran. The entire world's media was almost silent on that yeah, visit. Yeah, that disturbed yeah. me. That's and insane. he's already in cahoots with China. So you've got the Great Bear of the North who's cozying up to Persia and the armies of the east, and then you've got, um, you know, if if Tarshish is is England, and I believe it is, um, and her whelps, and and of course King Charles and, and America were all in cahoots with the Saudis, and so you got Sheba and Dedan. In other, in other words, Ezekiel thirty eight, the players of Ezekiel thirty eight are all lining up exactly as um, Ezekiel told us they would in these last days, and. Man, I'll tell you, it has never been more clear to me than it is right now that everything is in place that that needs to happen. And um, gosh, I just think, man, Lord, you are coming so soon. Now, having said that, you know, 50 years from now, people might be looking at my tombstone and, you know, I'll be pushing up daisies and being worm food. I mean, it could, it could happen tomorrow. It could be 50 years from now. But that's the issue of imminency that we have that's to talk right. about as a church because there is no prophetic event that needs to happen before the return of Jesus for his church. However, for, there for, could be. For the rapture. For the rapture, yes. Which is different from the second coming. Second right. coming, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. So, look, yeah, to clarify that, we're talking about Jesus in the returning in the rapture for the church for the church yep that can happen at any point in, in time moment, but that doesn't mean there won't be prophetic events that do happen before right. that but right. nothing needs to happen before that um, hey, but we're going to so, be yeah. in Is- we're going to be in Israel in 6 weeks so I don't know. Maybe if we, do you, when you get raptured from Israel, do you get to go to the front of the line? I don't know. Well, you know, we were. I, I think we were talking the other day. I, I think you know, if we get raptured when we're in Israel, I think that we do go to. The, I think we're just closer to the front of the line. We're closer to That'd the front cool. of the line. Yeah. But it, but however, but if we, does that mean if we're raptured from Idaho, there's a waiting list? <laughs> Is that where, I was like, just yeah. sort of toward the end of the line. I've already yeah. told Sylvia, look, if the rapture comes while I'm in Israel, I'll meet you over Ireland. You know. Yeah, I'll meet so, you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll meet there, you there on the way. It's going to be a grammar Attack. test for the people. Oh, and God, from and God just protects because he's going to protect it all, right? right? And you right. get to see that firsthand. It'd be cool. That would That'd be, be cool, cool, dude. Yeah. We, well, we, Maybe we, on the day that we're overlooking Jezreel. That would be cool. <laughs> that, that would be, be good. That would be good. We just wait for a moment to right. say, we're just going to wait for the twinkling of the eye. That's right. Nope. Okay, moving on. But no, there is a great sense that... There is something that can happen, though, that when we start studying eschatology, we can become so caught up right. in eschatology, we caught forget. Up. I see what you did there. Uh-huh. You like that? Up. In Oof. eschatology? Uh, we can get so, um, I, I'll, I'll do it differently. <laughs> caught up, in quotes. Uh, we, get, we get so caught up in eschatology that we forget to be about our missiology. That's, we forget. That's exactly right. And so, that's the danger, right? Yeah, that's the danger. taken away. Yeah, we, we, we get so caught up in talking about prophecy and world events and things that are going on in politics and things like that that we forget to be the church and it should give you a sense of urgency yeah then that's the imminency that creates revival right and that's the thing that i think is really important for us to talk about is imminency creates 
revival. Every it, it, great that, that, awakening, it, Pastor uh-huh, Ty, yes. has been preceded by an uh, an awakening of an understanding, so to speak, of the imminency of the return of Christ. Right. And it always starts with young people. When you go back and study the Great Awakenings, it starts with you. Today is National Wide Awakes Day. It's, it's We celebrate the youth movement that really propelled um, the young people coming out to vote and Abraham Lincoln becoming president. And the Emancipation Proclamation is a direct result of right. young people awakening politically. And that's fine and dandy and groovy, whatever. How much more important is it that the young people of today, you know, we just had See You at the Poll last Thursday. Yeah. Did you see the numbers? It was amazing. That was such a large crowd out at this flagpole. Yeah. It was beautiful. And I think that's what we need to see, man, are the young people like Dean and Shane and, you know, these guys that are working with young people in Pocatello and and Idaho Falls. Man, when the young people really wake up, Jesus is coming soon. Man, there'll be, like you said, an urgency for evangelism. Right, and then when that urgency for evangelism begins, that's when revival begins. Mm. Because mm. there's a mm. move of the Holy Spirit in the yes. hearts of people. Yes. Yes. And if you look at the book of Acts, the book of Acts, the Spirit was poured out in power that we would be witnesses. Mm-hmm. That word martyros, right? Mm-hmm. That we would be those who are giving of life. Yeah. To give life, right? And so this idea that we would come to this place of revival and just say, look, that's the power of the Holy Spirit that is in us. By the way, I remind mm-hmm. myself every day, there's another another lives in me. God lives in me. Uh, he is indwelling in me. And the power of God comes upon me. Um, and there's that great be ye being filled of the spirit that Paul gives us and encourages us in. And so I want to be a person who's filled with the spirit and I want to be filled with that power to do what? To give the witness. That's right. And and so as one generation <clears throat> dies, and Dave and I, I mean, there's fewer days ahead than are behind for us. Mm-hmm. Um, as we, as we, as an older generation begins to die. I could live that, to be 120. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just saying, you know. I, was I, like, I, I don't want to live like, to be no 120. Way, we don't want to look at you when you're 120. <laughs> Moses promised me that, It's pretty rough now. If you live to be 120, that makes me like 90. Yeah. That'd be and not much better looking. Oh. Oh. oh, but still the same amount of hair. The same amount of hair. Oh, but you know it's true, Ty. So I want to go back a few days in our. We're in Ephesians two today, but uh, last Thursday, I guess we were in Galatians four, and Paul talks about you know that the spirit of Christ is in us. You just said another lives in me. Paul said in Galatians four, because you are sons. God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, which cries, Abba, Father. So the spirit of Christ living in our hearts. And I hear people all the time say, I don't know where you Christians get this. that Christ, You have to ask Christ into your heart. Well, we get it from the Bible. John yeah, so just, 12, just, yeah, receive take a, him. Yeah, take a break. Yeah, yeah it's right. in the Bible. Galatians 4, the spirit of Christ is in your heart. And what is he doing? He's crying out, Abba, Father. Yes. And man, like you said, Ty, when young people... Right understand that the spirit of christ when you're born again the spirit of christ is in your heart and that is the spirit that cries abba father boom baby you can't wait to tell other people well and there's something too about 
uh, the idea of culturally when we talk about invite Jesus into your heart. We we have a whole nother view of heart in our culture mm-hmm. than they had in that culture. Mm-hmm. It's the seat of the soul. The seat of the soul. And so there's a better way to say that. That we, SOS. Yeah, SOS. <laughs> seat seat of, the of the soul, right? <laughs> we need to invite Jesus into our SOS, right? right you know, there you go. <laughs> like, we need help, right? So we invite Jesus yep. into the seat of our soul. And that's uh, when you understand that. You're talking about heart. I mean, that's why when you're reading through the Old Testament, if you're in the, like the if you're, depending if like you're New King James or King James or what you're at, you'll find places that'll talk about right. you know from the right. kidneys and right. from yeah, the yeah, you know yeah, because yeah. it's it, it's this word that they they really actually struggled those, with those inner feelings, the inner yeah the inner part of yeah. your person is is what it's trying to explain. See, some gut, people they don't like, like a the, gut feeling, yeah, you know, kind of is. a thing. It's and like, some people yeah. don't like the idea of feelings but that's exactly what they're talking when they say the kidneys and that kind of thing they're talking about man i got this inner feeling right and they they attributed that the old testament writers to the spirit of god moving literally physically in them well yeah and there's and but there's that sense too that the holy spirit because the holy spirit according to the new testament is in us yes and in the seat of our soul mm-hmm. um that is him being enthroned in our lives then right. that means our what leads us is God in yeah, our lives, hundred percent. And I think sometimes we forget. I mean, we go about it. We get up in the morning. We have our routine, right? And so, like when I'm yeah. when I'm when I'm working on my weight, I have a very specific morning routine. You know, things like, like this is my routine. Sure. We can get into a routine, but then what happens is in that routine, like we can, sometimes we forget that. Am I Lord? Would you like me to do this routine today? Lord, do you want me to go here today? What do you want me to do? So great example. So last Wednesday night, Tim did a first person, uh, right, yeah. which, and and I loved how he started it, just the drop into the pit, you right, know, which yeah. was great, you know, and uh, when he's looking at Genesis 37 and 39, you know, in the life of I called Joseph, him a chicken, right? by the way, afterwards. I, I told Tim. I can say this because he's on the road. He's in Alabama, you know, right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I told him after the show, hey, great great teaching tonight and then i said he looks at me goes what i go you skipped genesis 38 i go we want to hear the first person of judah and he goes oh (laughs) so he stuck with joseph (laughs) yeah so do you want to you want to teach that one no no, okay sorry that's an ugly chapter it is an ugly chapter judah and tamar that's a that's a rough chapter uh so but here's here's the thing is is that as we think about God being the seat of our soul and and God being in us, He's leading us. And are we asking, Lord, lead me? So, like, well, like I was saying, like last Wednesday night, Tim's teaching. He's he's doing a great job, and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to get into the chapel. And then we had a we kind of had a, a scheduling problem that had to get worked out. And so I've got team people coming to me, and so we went and had a face to face, just kind of sort it out. And as I'm in that face to face meeting, I get a message on my phone that I would have not gotten had I been in the sanctuary. Um, and it was somebody who was reaching out saying, Hey, would you please call this person? They're talking about killing themselves. And so I end up on the phone for about 25 minutes with this family and this person making sure that they're going to be okay. So that was the Holy Spirit through circumstances leading. Now, here's the interesting thing about Tim teaching. I was scheduled to teach Genesis 37. That was the plan five months ago. Mm-hmm. And he came to me four months ago and said, hey, I got this thing, you know, and then I'm going to, because I'm going to be gone after that. That's hey, right. could I do this thing? And I said, so you know what, Tim? Let's plan on that. Let's do that. It's yeah. great. That was a spur of the moment. Now, let's talk about the sovereignty of God. 
So we make this plan. So I'm not behind the pulpit. When that comes in, God had preordained and arranged that time. Now, you, you got to understand, you know, when God is in us and God is leading, God is preparing us for those things. And that was just one of those great moments where mm-hmm. making yourself available to be used by God and the Holy Spirit. I, hey, I was still here doing ministry. It just would, looked different because the Holy Spirit was leading. Right. Uh, and we sometimes we forget the Holy Spirit leads us in revival. And we he want knows. that. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, and sometimes we forget to look. You know, yeah. it's easy to pass things off as well. That was coincidence or that was, you know, Oh, whatever. what did you say about coincidence, but Dave? They don't exist. That's well, right. just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. coincidence is when God desire, d- decides to remain anonymous. That's right. 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 That's <laughs> but, but, you know, we need to we need to be willing to look, just like we look in the scriptures for, for you know, what don't, don't, for Jesus. Don't touch and, my Bible. <laughs> don't. Get your am, I, am I gonna pollute it? Use Sorry. Your phone. Fine. Okay. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, just like we look in the Word of God to see promises and see Jesus and see God in that, right. we need to be looking, actively looking for the Holy Spirit in our right. lives. That's because, right. And if we do, man, you'll be blessed. Yeah. And and you're gonna find out God doesn't care just about the big things like you're talking about. He cares things. about the little things too. Yeah. And, it's and he just, uses those things, right? Oh, it, huge. He puts impactful. Paul on his back and keeps him from going to certain places because he wants him to go to these other places. Right. And when Paul's trying to figure it all out, it's like the Lord says, okay, fine, I'll give you a vision. See this guy saying, come over. To, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we have to look to realize God sometimes uses, and the Holy Spirit, God, sometimes uses circumstances to guide us and direct right. us. Well, yeah. now that's a great conversation that we probably need to have because just with t- the time we have left, the Holy Spirit is not a force or a phantom. Right. The Holy Spirit is God. Mm-hmm. One of the worst things I've ever heard is getting was getting reported back to me that uh, there was a class being taught on campus and the the teacher kept referring to it. Oh, the Holy Spirit. The Holy it. Spirit is oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, it's. Yeah. It's he, he, him. <laughs> he is a person. He is a person. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is a person. And that's why I remind myself, like we talked about, like Paul said, right? right. The seed of the soul. There's another that lives in me. Mm-hmm. And, and when you think about there's another that lives in you, the the idea of grieving the spirit yeah. makes it, because you can, you grieve the person of God yeah. this, with sin. This microphone never gets offended. Right, it's just a thing. It's a it thing. It can't be grieved. It has no emotions. Right. It just does what it does. Yes. The Holy Spirit has emotions. He can be grieved. He can be quenched. Yeah. And what I and what you know, it's it's funny. You, you know, when we get into the alms and the omnis, you know, things like that, right. and the ms, you know, we have to be careful because you know philosophical constructs. We have to be careful because we've taken some of those over, you know, into our theology because we're just trying to understand the greatness of God. But um, somebody said one time about God that, and I heard this conversation, they were talking about um, him being um, unpassionate, that God was without feeling. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. How can you say God is without feeling? And, you know, and he was using the term impassionate. Mm. And and I'm, I'm like, do you mean passionate? Do you mean, you mean to say that, God has passion? No, I mean, God has no feelings. I'm like, how, you, time out. Have you not read the Bible? 
You know? Um, was this a Bible person? Compassion? Huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Was this a Bible person? Yeah, this a was, this was a, yeah, this was a Christian. Oh. And they'd just gotten caught up in just trying to, and I'm like, but, but God is love. Like, well, it's a noun. I said, okay, fine. But God acts in love, for he so loved the world that's agapitos, which is that the, the verb, like he loved the world that he gave, you know, it's like, and so people can get really weird about this idea of understanding the character of God. But the problem is when we don't understand the character of the Holy Spirit, we're really confusing our understanding of who Jesus is look, and who God is. Yeah, you can look at God's actions and see his passion. Genesis Absolutely. three. Yeah. Can I give some encouragement real quick? Because you said what? something that yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're sure. out of time. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, and thank you for joining us today. No, go ahead. Um, uh, my, yeah, you, Mike, you for your life. Go ahead, Mike. You Ford. said something. Hey, we can um, we can quench the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And it, it you know, a couple weeks ago we were talking in uh, Sunday morning down in Pocatello, Acts thirteen, the in Antioch there, the believers were gathering, worshiping God, and God spoke through their act of worship to Him. Uh huh. If you're in this place where you 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 haven't heard from the Holy Spirit, you feel like you're um, like maybe the Holy Spirit is quenched. I want to encourage you go back to worship. That's right. Go worship, and yeah. God go will back to God will move. Yeah, He will speak to you. Well, That's right. Yeah, and I think you know, and like just what like what we're talking about is like, and we we mentioned this. Go back to the last blessable place. You know, if you're like, if you've moved on and you're like, man, I just don't, I mean, I feel like I'm disconnected with God. Well, go back to where you were connected with the Lord, right? Yep. And so I've had some interesting conversations as of late of people who are coming back to church. Mm. And they're just like, yeah, man, I've just been out there. And I, I'm like, so I want to encourage you, like we're out of time, but here's what I want to encourage you as the listeners. If you've been out of fellowship, out of Christian community, um, and you found great blessing in that, and you're feeling that disconnectedness, come back to the place, come back to that place where you last had blessing. Um, come back to that community and be around those people and be encouraged. That's what Abraham you know? did. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, listen, guys, you're loved, your family. We're out of time for today. We've got some comments and questions tomorrow. We'll jump right on it. Go to Greenhouse. So, Bye. Yep, see you at 2299 <laughs> East 17th Street. Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. It's the one and only Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, The Rev.